Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Introducing friend of the podcast, Mood Gravit's new project, Rapscallion, and his debut riff-bungering record, Maximum Splendid. A chap-rock-cum-hard-rock odyssey packed to the well-groomed stash with big riffs and straight-up rock. Featuring chap-hop legend Professor Elemental, Maximum Splendid is a custard-cream-caked monocle-popping riff-fest of a record. Available on CD, digital download, and of course, eight-track cartridge from RapscallionBand.com, plus Spotify, Bandcamp, and all good streaming platforms. Now you're listening to the Guitar Nerds podcast, so I imagine you like a riff or two, and for that reason alone, we thoroughly recommend giving this debut release a spin. Unleash your inner chap, and check out the links in the description of this podcast. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello there. And Jake Ross. Goodbye then. Oh, well, that's, Goodbye that's there. it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next week for more of this guitar nerdery. Oh, right. I'm glad I'm glad we're back to the uh back to the you know, the core what? just the, the you know, the core geezers, like it was it was the you know, best. let's the be honest with you it was a bit of a trial having marky p here last week like you know the well. mark pack amigo show i think <laughs> i think we all we, we all did really well to get through it and you I mean, know I, just just I, let him have his moment of glory his little, really little afternoon it. in the sun you enjoyed it right wow yeah, okay really maybe because you, you won be, well yes exactly <laughs> because uh, that, i mean that the quiz. that was a that was a complete and utter turn up for the books wasn't it uh, absolutely like but it was uh i do dear listener go back and listen to last week's quiz if you oh, haven't you already it. it's very it's very we've told you the winners now you know it's me but i i it was because there was like uh he was a it was you won like three points or, or so there was some silly arbitrary amount of points in the name Beatles songs round, which was just, of I mean, I was, I was never going to <laughs> stand a chance there. No, exactly. Exactly. I was literally just going off of the names of Beatles albums and <laughs> movies <laughs> and yes. songs that I remember people being annoyed when people played in the shop, like Rocky Raccoon. Uh, oh God. No, not Rocky Raccoon. What's the other one? Blackbird. No, I said Rocky Raccoon. You said yeah, Rocky yeah. Raccoon, which was on my list because mm. that's actually one of my favourite Beatles songs. What? 
Why is that one of your favourite Beatles songs? I don't songs? know. I just like the McCartney Granny era, you know, oh, when he's writing all those Granny songs. What, do you, what does that mean? Um, I think when... So when they recorded Abbey Road, um, the record is like... You can tell which songs are McCartney songs and which songs are Lennon songs. And John That's Lennon... Not, that was, album is such a split. I mean, Maxwell's Silver Hammer caused more of an argument for the Beatles than any other track they ever yeah. did. Because, yeah, it's it's kind of just like a funny, silly track, I guess. It's musically very good. But yeah, John Lennon was like, I've had enough of like Paul's granny music. <laughs> Uh, you know, so uh, but that's why there's there are some some great ones on there, some great like rock and roll tracks, which you can tell written by Lennon, and then like all the slightly sort of weirder yeah. poppy ones. I guess it was really like here's what's to come from Paul McCartney over the next thirty years. <laughs> yeah. I just I with anything like that, I, I I'm not very good with song names. Um, no. I, like, I'm I, really I, bad uh, with song names, even like. Like my absolute like favorite bands, I would struggle to name more than like a handful of songs. Just because, like, if you listen to albums, isn't it? You you don't necessarily isolate individual tracks. I I feel you. I I think that's exactly exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just like I put the record on and I listen to that, or I put it on Spotify and I listen to that. Like I've I've never really been one to make like playlists and stuff. Um, Not best songs start with one slash one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite, my four favorite songs are one slash one, one slash two, two slash one, two <laughs> slash two. Of course. Uh, so yeah, it's, um, I, so I was, I was never going to stand a chance with that one, but, uh, no. so really the odds were stacked against me, but you know, at the end of the day, I think I could probably throw a kettle over a pub. So yeah. <laughs> that's the real quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the real quiz. It's true. Now, this uh, this week, uh, because this is the first time we've been back for a little while, Jay, you've had three weeks off or so, and obviously other than week, the quiz. Obviously. You were here last week. It was a yeah. quiz. It was a quiz. No, quiz Matt, you quiz. had a had a couple of weeks off as well. So it's, it's, it's lovely to have you both back. But most excitingly, um, me and Matt have, uh, have share purchased one of these new limited, super limited edition shell pink matching head cap Squire classic vibe base sixes that were available through Anderton's in the UK and uh, well and uh, Chicago Music Exchange in the US. So we're very, very happy because there weren't many, were there? It was a super limited run. Yeah, Jay, very... That- very limited, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because um, it was part of what there was. There I mean, was... the like FSR stuff always tends to be pretty limited. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't know how limited they are, um, but uh, it's very exciting that you're getting one. They look very cool. Mm. I'm I, gonna I... try and get one as well because I think they look really cool. I mean, I've been sort of arming and ahhing over a, a basics for ages, and yeah, I mean, to get one that looks like that is just obviously the dream. Because you you still got one, right, Joe? You've got your bl- you've got black one or sunburst one. Uh, I've got a sunburst one. Yeah, yeah. that I I've ch- I keep meaning to like. I changed the bridge, you know, and stuff because because it was I got mine before it was classified. You got the vintage was, modified one, and they really did need a bit yeah, of work yeah, yeah. to kind of make them. F- but I think. I think the classic vibes have got the Mustang bridge. They do. They have, yeah. 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 They, have they got different of, wiring as well? 
did, did the no. did the original ones have the four switches? Am yes, I... they did. You're thinking of the one that had the different wiring was the first time Fender reissued it back what probably seven years ago when we were in the shop was the pawn shop series, and they when they did the pawn shop version they gave it um, a jazz master pickup yeah. in the bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, yes. It was a. Was it a pawn shop? Or was it? Wasn't it, it just it, a classic player? No, it was. No, maybe oh, you're right. Maybe it was. Pawn I think shop. it was pawn shop. Know. Yeah, and they actually changed it. They had a little toggle instead of the individual switches because, of course, same as the Jaguar, you get those individual pickup switches on the basics. One for each pickup, and then one is a bass cut. So if you're running it through a guitar amp or you're playing it more as a baritone guitar, you can get that like aggressive, raspy sort of downtuned guitar sound. Oh, that's what that's what was on the pawn shop one. No, oh, sorry, that's on the standard one. I don't oh, that's think, on the standard one. Okay, I right, cool. I don't okay. think the bass cut was on the pawn shop one. I right, think okay. it was just like a, a traditional pickup selector. I think it gotcha. was kind of, it was in, it was on the lower horn, but I think it was like a five-way, like a Strat-style pickup selector, essentially, yeah. to, to go through the options. Whereas, you know, you can do some really nice things by having each of the pickups individually controllable. Like you can get some really interesting tones out of like mixing, like just being able to have like the middle pickup on its own or, you know, the the neck and the bridge. It's really good. I, I, I find I, I tend to use the, the neck and the middle together. and, and But then I'm playing a bass six as a bass. Um, and I think that's kind of more I think, um, I mean, just looking at, I'm, I'm just on, the Anderton's page now and I'm just looking at some of the squires because obviously they also did a matching headstock uh, jazz master Jag- Jaguar. Well, we, Jaguar we should talk yeah. about the whole range because there is there is some really interesting stuff so what 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 was so yeah sorry it was a Jaguar was also available in shell pink right with a matching head cap that's right and I just um, I'm trying to see if there's an easy way to tell which other ones I mean, the ones they're listing as limited at the moment are basics with matching headstock in shell pink, um, classic vibe '60s jazz master in metallic purple. Uh, I think the classic vibe '60s Teddy Thin Line in metallic black was another one. Yeah, they did two um, purples, two blacks, I think, and two pinks. Yeah, and then there's double bound. I mean, classic vibe, double-bound telly in candy tangerine um, and in candy apple green. I think maybe they were part oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, there's a 60s thin line in butterscotch blonde. Um, there's the custom Esquires, which I th- that, um, that which they're, I, they're separate. The, the FSR, uh, sorry, the classic vibe 60s telly thin line in butterscotch blonde looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really. You, cool. you know, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but they. If you remember, like back in the shop days when when we were at GAC and we do a few of these, and you know, some of them looked good, and then some of them looked a little on the cheap side. If um, you kind of know what I mean, just a bit plasticky in some ways. But all of these look like they should be two or three times the price easily. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at this classic vibe '60s in Fiesta Red, going. Just like it just looks so good. What else do like, you need? Like I pay like nine 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 for that. Do you know what I mean? I think it yeah. just looks amazing. And I, I, I just got a feeling that some of these in about twenty years are just gonna be like I say mega bucks, they're just gonna be expensive. Yeah, for what they because, are. Well, I do think like what a time to be alive with the with the classic vibe range. It seems to be like the range that always gets things right 
for my taste set. You know, like how, how I always get in a, uh, I get in a bit of a tears about Fender modernising all of their standard range. Yeah. And sometimes I guess I forget that the Squire Classic vibe is exactly what I like about Fender. It's kind of vintage styled stuff, but often with kind of modern twists or or trying vintage stuff in a slightly you know different way, a way that you couldn't get it originally. Um, and just the the massive range of stuff that's now available in that series is and and like you know you look at some of the weirder stuff that i say weirder but like you know the uh f- like the the 50 original 50s p bass so like with the yeah. single with the with the non-split single coil and the uh like reverse um uh pick guard yeah that is a that is an instrument that like i really like the idea of but i'd never buy uh like a um I don't know, like a custom shop, or I'd never buy like a mm. an expensive one because it's like I like I like a P bass. I like a P bass with a spl- you know fifty seven onwards with that split coil, that split single coil, um, that you know the split uh, pickup. That's that's the classic P bass pickup. But yeah. the 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 fifties ones look so good um, and just so unique and so original. And you can get one for 350 quid or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is that they are. And like, same with like the Mustang basses and like the Mustang basses, I just think is such a great looking instrument. And, uh, the, all I yeah, care there's... about now are Mustangs, but yeah, the, I mean that you can get, uh, for again, for 350 quid in the classic vibe range, you can get an Olympic white torque guard or a surf green mint guard Mustang bass. Yeah. This is the thing 10 years ago that if you wanted that spec, you would have to have it custom build or you would be looking around for like a £2,000 vintage 70s version. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, or or like trying to get something from Fender Japan where they yeah. did seem to always have kind of weirder uh, like vintage uh you know period correct stuff or whatever but um but yeah you know there's there's some really cool stuff and uh the classic vibe range is just like the spec is just so good so yeah. good like you look at all of these and it's like yeah okay 70s 70s p bass love it like i want one of them mustang yeah, bass love is, it I want is, one. don't they do the 70s p bass what finish is that in oh they do it black walnut. don't they black black guard oh they do walnut as well they do yeah, yeah yeah sim walnut well the one that i like the best is in walnut yeah walnut mm. maple board with black block inlays i just Very think cool. that looks so good um and then yeah you know the fsr stuff that you see like that thin line uh thin line telly i just think it's like How's that guitar? Four hundred quid. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like you think back to big when we were in the shop. It's like if that had come in at eighteen hundred quid, you'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Like American vintage or whatever. Like to be able to do that for, I, I just think it's wicked. Yeah. Really, really cool. So, what do you what do you think, Matt, about mods on the uh, on the on the basics on our shell pink matching head cap basics? Paint it black, obviously. That's the first yeah. thing you're going to do. Yeah. yeah, and then relic all the the finish off. You know, so yeah. you've got that sort of um, you know black over shell pink classic com- combo. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. I really want a, and I've wanted for ages a Johnny Marr. Jaguar. Right. And I remember a long time ago speaking to Bare Knuckle being like, what are the specs on this pickup? Because I'm pretty sure you probably can't make the same one. Um, but can you make something similar? Um, because that guitar just sounds ace. Um, I, the thing is, I think you have to do very little to it in the sense of like, 
I mean, you could upgrade the electronics in the pots if you really wanted to. I mean, the fact that it's got the better bridge in there. What about um, making it a hardtail? I just take the trem arm out if you don't want to use the trem arm. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, you could put a mastery on it if you've really wanted to. Um, and that'll add a, a bit more sustain, a bit more life to it, I guess, in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, the pickup's pretty good, but the pickup's always a good bet for, for a change, I think. Do um, many, do, are many people doing, like, basics pickups? Feels just, like something that there's not a huge amount of... You don't see a huge amount of people talking about, but... No, you, you're right. Um, you, you don't. Uh, and I can't find many, if any, kind of a, a brief look around for the ordinary base six pickups. But, you know, I'd be inclined to do something like what Jack Bruce did to his um, uh, to, to his base six. He had the, his, uh, um, uh, you know, sort of 60s uh, psychedelically painted base six. And he changed all three pickups for little Gretsch humbuckers um, oh, okay. in his, which, which you know, made it sound fantastic, but Somewhat also like looked fil- incredible. Filtrons or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the, it's hard to find actual specs on that guitar. I didn't play it for, you know, very long. There's some live gigs and there was one like they were in, Cream were in some Danish movie. Like they were basically playing a gig one night when in the same town that this film was being made and they were asked if they'd be in the film. So they're on the back of a, it's just like a cutaway in the film, but they're on, they're being driven through a town on the back of a, like an, an open back truck playing their instruments. And that's about one of the only videos you can find of Jack Bruce playing his, his bass six. That's funny. Um, but it's, it's very cool. And it has, you know, I think that could be an option. It depends, Matt, if you want to, if we want to stay, you know, with the the proper aesthetic of a basic. Well, it's interesting you say that. So I, I just did a quick Google um, there. So Creamery make pickups, who I know we've, um, I think we spoke with before, but Mojo yeah. pickups also do a basic set. However, um, I've just come across a, oh, it's actually Mike and Mike's Guitar Bar um, from three years ago did a nice little blog about the basics and upgrades. And they've mentioned Curtis Novak do yep. a Jack Bruce set of oh, there you uh, go, basic Joe. strings, oh, um, basic pickups. Um, but they said that apparently strings are the best thing to do first because they can't, I don't know if this is still the case, Jay. This was five years ago, but. They came string up with an 84 on the low E string, but out of the factory in 61, Basics came with a 95. So they said the first thing is actually still too light, I would say, Matt. Like, first thing you do is change them, but I'd have a custom set. Well, I have mine down tuned into D standard, so I've got a, I've got like a little 110. Um, uh. with, with a tapered end, and I had to kind of like drill out the, the, the bridge to get that into the, right so i don't know i don't know what they come with but um fender do some suit uh some like the super 250s which is like the classic fender string um they're 24 to 100s that's good that's so we 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 consider flats about the same sort of seems like the same the right sort of gauge that's probably what i would go with yeah a hundred would be good for for E, for e standard, I would have thought. But um, I, I'm I'm keen for an offset because I I watched um I watched the the pedal movie which had a bit of Jay Mascus in it and then I saw something the other day with him like playing a fuzz pedal and I was like, man, 
he just makes that guitar look so cool. And I'm just like, I just, I just want to be that cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, yeah, but his, you know, his signature one, I'm just like, oh man, this is wicked. I, I mean, I'd still love one of the purple metallic. The Japanese made in ones. Japan. I mean, I'd still yeah. love one of the purple metallic made in Japanese. That's just mm, it's too that's much money. so strange that they've become so, that's just, that's so strange that they've become um, so. But yeah, he just, I just like, and his sound, his sound I'm just like, oh man. I think I need. I think I need one. I don't really. I don't think I've ever listened to any. It, it, what was his band? Dinosaur Is Junior. Dinosaur Junior. I don't think I've yeah. ever listened to Dinosaur Junior. Don, D- um, Dinosaur Junior, wicked. Really, really, really cool. Um, I would recommend. Even if you just go on Spotify and just listen to like the, uh, you know, the the top songs or whatever. They are. I, I mean, as we were just talking about, I can't tell you the songs that I like because I don't know the <laughs> names of them because I don't know names no. of any uh, any songs. But like, Bug, I think is the record that I listen to the most. I can't remember. I think that's their early nineties one. That's like their big Bug. Hitter, I think is the one it? that I've. I think I've got that on ten inch. I think, um, which is a which is a good record. But yeah, there's. Um, the, uh, I can't. I can't remember the name of the song. But go on Spotify and just listen to like the top, the top few songs because so, the guitar sound on there is just, it's just bonkers. It's just absolutely bonkers. Yeah, just, it, yeah. It's, it's fuzz is what defines him, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Fuzz yeah. and also just volume. Um, he is just like a really, really, really loud guitar player, like astonishingly loud guitar player. Um, so yeah. I think, I think it's it's just about playing loud and moving the air and stuff, and uh, that I think is is what kind of gets gets that like crazy sounds. Yeah, I think if I remember right, there's an old like rig video from Premier Guitar or something, and I'm pretty sure he uses like four Marshall heads, and all of them are running into two four by twelves. I think it's three marshals and then like a twin. Wasn't he? Use, yeah, wasn't uh, he using like a max. twin as like a uh, as his like monitor as his like yeah, yeah his like guitar monitor. Like yeah. yeah. So he wasn't using a PA for a monitor. It was just like a twin, like turned to ten. I'm like, I'm surprised that guy can even hear. Um, yeah, something something mad. Oh, it's a high watt. A Marshall Major, which is 200 watts, and then a Marshall JTM. <laughs> all of them running through two four by twelves all cranked to 10 and then he has a, t- a twin facing him yeah for like yeah, yeah, yeah. extra top end i'm just like oh man <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah marshall 1968 super bass um that's which very I, cool which i think were like 200 watts or something wow that's absolutely I will, I will have to. I will have to check it out. I'm so. I guess neither of you have really ever owned an offset than a Jaguar or a Jazzmaster. That's never really been either of your vibes. I've had a. Uh, I mean, I've got a Mustang now. Um, obviously, oh yeah, I never. Like, I never think of them as being part of the offset thing. But you, you absolutely. Of course, they are. Yeah. I've got that, and I, I've had. Uh, I've had a Jaguar. I had a Jaguar for a while. Um, again, just one of the vintage modified ones from 2012. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Twenty. I, I think I bought it in 2013 because it was 
uh, around the time that I went mad for a while. And um, and that's why I don't have it either because, oh, no, no, because I think I traded it when I got my Les Paul. Either way, I had a, I had a, uh, I had one of those for a while and it was wicked and I absolutely did loved it. Did you get it. on with it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. I mean, I did the, I did uh, what everyone, what I told everyone to do when we were selling them, which was swap out the bridge for a Mustang bridge. And uh, and I stuck some 11s on it, and I think that was literally it. I don't think I ever, I don't, I don't think I needed to do anything else to it. I because rem- I remember Matty us talking at the time about mm. uh, looking into getting the uh, Johnny Marr pickups for it, but it just it just sounded so good. I just didn't need to do anything with it. Um, and yeah, the the only reason that I moved it on was because I I needed some money to to buy this Les Paul. Which is the one I've talked about as the uh, the one that got away many many times, um, but uh, yeah, it's um, those those Jaguars are wicked. I'd love to get another one, and and I have actually had my eyes on maybe getting one of those uh, shell pink ones. But um, obviously, I'll I'll get the basics first, and then we'll see. Yeah, what I was going to say, is the basics your priority? The basics the is the basics is the priority. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that is like you know, I think the uh, the. Uh, two or three dozen people in the world who want a um shell pink base six will get one and then <laughs> and then that's it it's just like you know the 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 like super niche like hyper niche uh guitar will get soaked up by the people who want it and then it's like okay probably won't happen again yeah. so uh it's um, I, I yeah. wonder if the bass player from football etc is going to buy one well, she doesn't need one. She's got a custom shop, hasn't she? She's got, a, yeah, exactly that model in a custom shop, which I think was, <laughs> you know, the, it, it was that. It was when you showed me that band and her playing that bass six that kind of got me into the idea of bass sixes. Yeah. Um, yeah and that yeah. must have been before they were available as a pawn shop or a squire or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, it was, that. yeah, because it, it, um, it was just a custom shop version. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and and so often I've like toyed around like you know if I was going to go custom shop would I get a basics because then you could have it done properly and you could have it done you know matching head cap in any finish like a shell pink and just the fact that Classic Vibe have now done it is is fantastic. I'm uh, I'm very excited. It would be good to see Fender expand the basics range like into standard you know into a standard line uh, and as well as being in classic vibe and maybe an expansion of colors but i totally get that you're you're probably right jay it it is it's still super niche just because they've done yeah. it in shell pink doesn't well make and i it guess that's the thing it's like it would need to if if it was going to be fender it would probably need to be in the vintera range hmm. and uh you know i don't know how much of vintera uh like jazz master is but like it's going to be more than that isn't it so yeah uh, where are yeah? So Vintera Jazzmaster is about a grand. So f- to do a uh, to do a, a basics is going to be more than that. And it's like, uh, does it does it need to be, or can you can it just sit in classic vibe as yeah. uh, as like a really cool? You know, it's you've got the classic vibe, or if you really really want a, a a Fender, then you you go to the custom shop, and it's you know four grand or whatever, I guess probably. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, very cool. I'm looking forward to us getting it, Matt, and being able to mod it. I think December, some, sometime around December, they do so. A while off yet. Nice, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, it wouldn't be an episode of Guitar Nerds uh, with Matt Knight if uh, if you hadn't bought a couple of pedals in the in the last week. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> yeah. So, so, what else have you bought? So, first of all, been searching for this for a while, and um, I. I 
and I finally got one. Uh, fi- one finally came up on eBay at a buy it now price that was sensible. Um, first edition Electroharmonics Holy Grail. Oh, nice. Um, the big box one. And there, there was a video recently, I think, with Josh from JHS being like, there's no difference between the new one and the old one. Um, but I, I saw a couple of things. I follow this guy on Instagram who's really into... And, I, and when I say into, he's just written a book about it, John Frusciante's Guitar Gear. And obviously, as you know, I'm like a massive fan. And he was like, he AB'd like all of the Holy Grails and was like... Ah, oh, you need this one. That there's two versions. I didn't realise. One says "Made in the USA" and one says "Made in NYC." Right. And he's like, the preamp oh. is different in this this uh, this first revision. Um, and so you're saying that this is the Holy Grail of Holy Grails. This is the Holy Grail of Holy Grails. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one came yeah. up on eBay, and uh, and it was like. Because at the moment, like, it's one of those things where people are like, the big box, old, even those ones that, like, you know, the later versions that were, I'm guessing, were probably only discontinued, like, not that many years ago, are now going for, like, people are like, 150 quid, like, 200 quid. I'm like, I'm not going to pay 200 quid for a holy grail. And one came up in that version, like, basically mint condition. I was just like, I'm just going to buy it. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And I plugged it in, and I haven't plugged one in for ages, but I, I have a particular memory of uh, uh, of the sound. I remember jamming around a mate's house once, and he had one on his pedal board. And I was just like, it just, it just sounded really good. Like, you can get it to sound, like, really over the top. And uh, I plugged it in and was like, "Yeah, it's ace. <laughs> it's just really good." The um, the hall setting and basically the, the what is effectively the mix at fifty percent. I'm like, it's just good. It's just really realistic. It's really natural feeling. Um, and then yeah, I was just like, great. So and then I opened it up and there's a message on the circuit board that says, "Listen to Cookie Galore." Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> 
Um, right. But uh, there you go. So yeah, I got got that, which is which is wicked. So I was having to mess around this weekend. That and how, my Boss how many, DM2. How many uh, electro harmonics pedals, do you, vintage ones, do you now have? I think I've just got that one. Oh no, that one and the Deluxe Memory Man, and which the are the muff. two best ones. And the oh yes, and the Big Muff. <laughs> uh, I'll answer the question for you. <laughs> yes, you answer the question for me. Yes, and the Big Muff. I should probably put them all on the same board. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, shit. Uh, and also slightly breaky. Um, the foot switch is a bit like it's it it works, but you have to be a bit careful if you if you blow on it a bit too hard it does go a bit like i'm like "Mm." (laughs) it's like i won't touch that very often um just leave it on all the time um why not so yeah that's that's wicked you never need to turn reverb off no exactly just leave it on actually what i did do was put a a small pedal board together for the um uh, rajani amp because it's got a great reverb in it, but it's got an effects loop and a really great drive channel. I was like, I probably should use the drive channel a bit more. And I was like, just need like delay um, and like maybe a bit of chorus in the effects loop. So I just put this like mini pedal board together with like the Holy Grail. I was using the reverb for that for some really over the top reverb. Uh, it sounded great. So uh, yeah, good luck trying to find one for for, for less than 150 quid now because the the um the price on them is just ridiculous i mean prices yeah, on yeah, pedals in general well. is just insane um you know what just, on electro harmonic stuff just on electro harmonic stuff there are some some like you know obviously you can still get secondhand bargains but electro harmonics just prices seem to go through the roof like those big box small stones even the ones like the more recent ones they're like 150 200 quid you know small clone courses i mean we were like smashing out the shop at like 45 quid at one point yeah 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 yeah. well that that's the that's kind of the one that i think of in the big is is in the big box because that was one of the last ones that and like the big muff obviously Mm. um were like a couple of the last ones that you could you could still that they just did in the in the big box and like I, I they used to really do my head in because it's like no I don't want this I want I want a small one <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, they had um, the jack input on the top as well yeah yeah exactly yeah the three point five mil jack so funny enough speaking of the small clone um just to sort of go off on a tangent very briefly I uh this this week I, last week over like my lunch breaks I was watch I've been watching uh, montage of heck the um like Kirk Bain um, oh nice movie a uh, bio biography i guess you know though it's not biopic is it because that's fictionalized but like the the do- well, i guess it's just a documentary about Kurt Cobain and um just like some of his guitar sounds it's just they're just so good they just like it just sounds so good and it's just like he because he's just a do you use an sd1 or a ds1 matty ds1 DS2, ds1 okay i think he uh, used a ds1 for a bit and then there was a ds2 for a bit yeah um and, then and of like course, yeah. the grunge, grunge, and the, <laughs> the the small clone, and it's just like they just, yeah, just like a great, uh, just a great guitar sound, like really, really great guitar sound. But yeah, that movie, I highly recommend watching that if you uh, if you've not seen it. It's um, it's been really good, really, really good. I actually, funny enough, I was watching some live footage of them the other day on YouTube, playing some sort of festival, sort of post. Um, uh, never mind. And uh, they're doing Love... Is it Love Buzz? Which uh-huh. was the cover. <laughs> and, like, um, the bass starts for ages. And then the Kirk Payne just, like, plays. Guitar's totally out of tune. <laughs> just tuning it. No tuner. Tuning it by ear. 
<laughs> like live well the whole thing is just super loud through like a ds1 i'm just like man you just you couldn't get, i don't think you could do that now like i don't think there's anyone cool enough to have to just like pull that off um just that, wicked the, the the one the one to the like the live set of theirs that i like is the them at reading in 92 when he like, comes out in the wheelchair is that the way he comes out in the I wheelchair don't, uh not sure not sure not sure um, maybe like it's oh god it's just so good yeah so so good just yeah and a great sound which is funny enough he hated in the studio i think it there's, was um, yeah 92 reading there's um there's a there's a bunch of videos with butch vig like talking about Nevermind and the sound that he sort of created and was just like yeah i think he like hated it because they like all the guitar sounds on that record are a Mesa Boogie, like a Fender Twin, and I think like a Marshall. Like all the guitar parts, like triple tracked, um, and all the vocals are doubled. And yeah, they basically. I think he got round it by being like, "Oh yeah, that take didn't sound very good. Can you do it again?" But was actually keeping them all and then mixed them all at the end. Right. Okay. And then that's how, what created that like bigger like wall of sound yeah. but there was obviously like way more popular you know poppy compared to like um bleach and stuff and it's yeah. like yeah it's really interesting it's really really good um videos on on youtube talking about that if you want to get into the sound of that record which is monstrous so um, you know there's there's if you uh you know one of many hot takes from uh from the guitarnos podcast nirvana a good band worth checking out <laughs> yeah yeah tune in yeah. next week when we uh you know last week you had the beatles this week we've got nirvana <laughs> tune we're in really next with week. the times what's that we're really with the times yeah here. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well i think yesterday as we're recording this was uh chris novoselic's birthday as well, oh, well so there we go so topical there you go. We managed to make it topical, but yeah, Matt, that wasn't the only pedal you bought the uh, the electro no, harmonics. No, I I have been waiting for a number of months um, for the um, ho- the hologram electronics microcosm, um, which is, is just that? an ambient world of pleasure. Um, it is. It's effectively a, similar to the mood in the fact there's like a micro sampler delay, um, but it, it does so much more than that. It's got like 35 different kind of sampling slash granular delay wow. modes, but it also has a, an inbuilt modulation section and a reverb um, section as well and looper. So you can loop stuff and free stuff and run it through the effects. This and um, looks incredible. Yeah, and it's got fancy lights on it and all sorts. Um, But yeah, I'd seen a couple of demos. A bunch of people that I'd started to follow on Instagram and stuff had been using it. Um, I know loads of people said, oh, it's like amazing. You've got to check it out. And then my friend Toby um, bought one because it's like, he said it's the only pedal that can do like time-synced glitch effects, which is he was using specifically for some projects he was using with his Eurorack system. And I was like, you've just said all the words that make me feel happy. (laughs) Glitch, you know, Eurorack. I'm like, I'm in. Um, But they're built to... They're not sort of like built to order. They're built in batches. So you have to like order it on the website. Um, And then I think it goes into the next queue. But what was really good for us uh, now non-Europeans was um, 
that they charged everything on the website, including shipping and taxes, in one hit. Um, and then just shipped it. So it just arrived at my door without having oh, to pay any extra. Um, and it turned up in three and a half, three days. I was what? like, three and yeah, a half hours. Fr- yeah, three and a half I, hours. I thought you would get, you would have been on some waiting list for no, six I, well, months no, or something like that. I was, I was on a waiting list for two months, but the actual oh, right. delivery time, I was like, it's going to come That's from it. America. It's going to take ages. No, it shipped it. It got to me in like three days. Um, which is just, just still blows my mind. The fact that it can, you know, you can ship something that quickly. Um, but it's just amazing. It's just, I haven't even scratched the surface of the sounds wow. that are available. But yeah, anyone listening, there's some amazing demos out there. But I spent a lot of the weekend building um, kind of like some ambient stuff. And I think I'm going to. I'm gonna think I'm gonna start recording and posting more because I keep doing all these really nice like bits at home and then like you know once you just press stop on the loop pedal you're like ah oh, never gonna hear that one again <laughs> and I'm just like and I just I just like it's such a shame it's just such a nice little moment in time so uh, yeah I'm hopefully gonna start posting a bit more oh, of that please but... do oh, it'd be exciting I think you know everyone would be interested to see the, the the massive amount of pedals in your collection and kind of the interesting things that you do. Because you occasionally send us like little videos. They're sort of, you know, and all, all I can see are your socks and your pedal board and you've made some like weird ambient glitchy loop. And they're always cool and interesting. It would be great to, yeah. if you actually put those out and about into the world. Yeah, so I think I'm going to start doing a bit more of that. Cool. In very the, cool. In the very near future. Very cool. I will look forward to that. Now, for the you know, for, for what feels like the first time in ages, there have actually been a whole bunch of releases. Probably, probably just because you know, over the last maybe three or four weeks, we've had we've done some base episodes. We did the quiz. We haven't actually focused that much on news, but a whole bunch of stuff and, and quite interesting and cool stuff has come out. So let's talk a little bit about some of the more fun news items. Now, I've popped down maybe like 10, 12 things that were interesting. Classic Joe Branton. Yeah, exactly. We, we've Classic. all put our names Cla- next just, to just the for, handful just, we wanted to. So for, for listeners at home, just so just so you a little peek behind the curtain, the way that the podcast is, is always structured is Joe puts together a uh, 34-page document, um, which has got all of the uh, 500 talking points that he wants to hit uh, throughout the episode. And uh, and then uh, Matt and I do everything we can to uh, just, you know, waffle on for as long as possible. So we get to the point that we can only ever talk about one or two pieces of news. And yet, <laughs> still, every week, Joe puts together his 500 uh, different news items that he wants us to talk about. So I think I've just done a pretty good job of, uh, you know, pushing this a little bit further along the line. <laughs> you did. You did. Well done. I like to be comprehensive. But no, yes, you're, you're, very, you're very, very organised. And it's, it's important that someone has to be because you know one of the one of the many problems with guitar notes is <laughs> <laughs> of course of course right well let's uh you know let's uh let's talk about some of the more fun things one of the simpler things that's turned up that was announced over a live stream about a week ago for our good friends at old blood noise endeavors have expanded their kind of utility pedal range with something pretty interesting matt why don't you talk to us about the ramper Yes. Um, so, Old Blood Noise, lovely, 
fellas. And there's a really, really good video on their website with Dan and his Dan Explains It All um, series. So, yeah, they, I think maybe last NAM or NAM before, had the Expression Slider, uh, which is basically an expression pedal on in a mini format that's just a little slider. And it's a great, fun and tactile way to use expression um, with any pedals that have a, an expression input. And this is a kind of evolution of that. So there's a few pedals on the market that do, um, if you remember the Electro Harmonics control knob, um, which was two expression pots and then a foot switch that allowed you to flick between one setting or the other. So for example, if you're using a delay pedal that's got um, expression input for delay time, you could set one for slow and one for fast and a button would click between the two. Uh, this takes it one step further and actually adds in a effectively an LFO that will modulate between those two settings at a given rate. So you can set an A setting and a B setting, and you can have that ramp up and down between those two settings. Oh! So it's like an automatic expression pedal in a mini format. So yeah, take for example... Um, I don't know, the depth on a chorus pedal that, you know, uh, I think in theirs they're using the... Are they using the Visitor or the Reflector? Um, one of their pedals and basically setting the A rate to kind of very low depth and then the B rate to a kind of very high depth. And then using the ramp function to basically then set a time and it just modulates between that. So as you're playing, it's going from very minimal chorus to a lot of chorus and then somewhere in between. Now you can do the two fixed settings. So you can have an A setting and a B setting and quickly flick between the two. Um, or you can have it ramp in either a triangle motion, so slow up and slow down, or a square motion, which is straight up and straight down. So imagine like a pitch shifter, like... Uh, I don't know, um, I think uh, like the PS6 or like, I don't know if, a wh well, Whammy's obviously got an expression pedal on it. I can't remember if the Ricochet allows you to have an expression pedal in or not. But if you take I an expression pedal and you can go up and down between that. So a cool way to add expression without having to add an expression pedal onto your pedal board for really £59 cool. as well. So... <laughs> I mean, really that is, good. Yeah, it's no, really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah, I, I just think for stuff like, especially their, you know, pedals that are a bit like out of the ordinary as well in terms of sounds um, and just doing some weird modulated stuff, I think very, very cool indeed. Matt, I think it's also really important that you touch on the best feature of this pedal. Um, and that is the fact that the LED light is in the middle of the logo, which is an eye. So yes. when you turn the pedal on, it looks like the eye is looking at you. That, oh, that yeah. is that is very true. That I is actually, very true. I love the aesthetic of those pedals. So they use that the eye is the old blood noise endeavors symbol, yeah. and they use it on all their utility pedals. And it's always in that simple white with just the that the black bold eye on there with their OBNE font at the top. It's just so good. Like aesthetically, I always think that 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 brand have really nailed it. That, you know, so so much more than a lot of other kind of boutique pedal brands it's not just art for art's sake they have a real theme and a concept behind everything I, big fan big fan and yes no doubt they'll do a bucket load of those i think it's um it's a great idea um and yeah i'm looking forward to 
um, getting one with my DM2. So the DM2's got a rate input. And a long time ago, I had that with the ES8 and then got and then was changing between a really short delay time and a short-ish delay time. And then you modulate it really quickly and it almost gives you like a slapback chorus. And you can get some really weird sounds. I'm just like, oh, that'd be quite cool to uh, to try. Um, or like awesome. with a reverb and adding in like washes of reverb. If you set the, the LFO really slow, for example. Um, so yeah, I think there's, there's definitely going to be some cool ideas with that. Yeah, a great simple kind of product, you know. Like it's not, it, it it's not reinventing the wheel. It's 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 just enhancing the pedals you have, but it, it's been done in a really, you know, a really interesting, unique way. Love yes, it. Yes, indeed. Very cool. Now, speaking of things that are redefining guitar, oh, guitars or GTRS have released something very exciting. I posted it in the uh, in the Guitar Nerds Facebook group the other day. My goodness, it's going to Indiegogo to be crowdfunded. And dear listener, I think we should all get one. Um, guitars, GTRS, have, have teamed up. Well, I think Guitars is actually the guitar arm of Moore effects. Or either way, maybe they've teamed up. But they are making a guitar with built-in... More effects and amp modeling and it works with an app and it's going to be awesome they're using an, an s type body in in a in an hss pickup format but the humbucker is like a proper chrome humbucker so it looks like a cool sort of sir style guitar it's like a baked maple neck they've even got a sir s headstock which looks super cool and it's available in shell pink as well as olympic it's white not shell pink is it it's uh, not shell pink they called it shell pink do they they actually call it vintage white shell pink surf green and oh, bring down the hammer i can't remember is it sonic blue i think they called it sonic blue so, um, okay but that that is what the the ad it just uh, used those sorry i'm not names. i wasn't trying to uh dissuade from your oh, enthusiasm no, no, joe no. i just it, it's just it, it's it's not quite shelly no, Shelly. I agree. It's not I agree. Shelly the colours, the colours do look a little bold, but it's it's also worth noting that the colours in the images are just they might renders. be renders. Yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah, yeah. They are. You can actually oh, they are see renders. that okay. the, the person who's who's photoshopped has not been incredibly thorough, and uh, <laughs> they they've the, the strap buttons have also been turned the colour of the oh, guitar. Oh, gotcha. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, maybe it's um, maybe that's maybe that's a reflection of the of yeah, the finish. Well maybe be. the finish is just, you know, really hot. Really vibrant. Yeah, mm. it could well be. But these these look fantastic. I wish the shell pink one didn't have a perloid plate because the the others all seem to have kind of a mint or parchment. And I'd, I'd you know I'd I'd have preferred I think a a parchment probably. What's wrong with that, uh, what's wrong with having a perloid plate on a pink guitar, mate? I, I think uh, a bit bling. I think you and me might need to have some words. My <laughs> Mustang here wants is, oh, yeah, is of course not very happy with you. I've got I've got to be oh, honest, Joe. That's a good point. It does work on the Mustang. I haven't thought about that. Maybe it's the strap maybe, with the perloid that. Just or maybe makes it's it. maybe it's the uh, the fact that the um, the Mustang is like a shell pink, and maybe when you see this in real life, maybe <laughs> the softer pink will hmm. kind of accentuate but, the uh, perloid guard a bit more. 
That could could well be it. But this does look very cool. So, so, so let's yes. talk, talk, about, talk to me about the effects. How does that work? Mm. Mm. So it looks like so uh, th- one of the buttons on, on this strat, dear listener, essentially where you get your second tone control is uh, sort of an LED backlit black dome, sort of the, uh, the, the uh, a kind of sort of knob that you'd expect to see on an effects pedal rather than a guitar sort of thing. So that's going to be something to do with it. Now, information is sparse because it's all they want you to subscribe at the moment you can check it out at gtrs.tech and they have some information on there you can subscribe in order to to find out when it goes to the indiegogo but i was kind of having a a look a look at what is included so the idea is this would work with their app that you can have on your your android or iphone or ipad that will give you access to all the kind of effects and everything which also can connect wirelessly via bluetooth so you won't need any cables or anything like that for the guitar obviously the guitar can be conventionally plugged in as well but it says i mean they say uh, this is the first guitar from moore audio the gtrs or guitars uh, boldly expresses moore's philosophy of innovation technology and tonal flexibility with unmatched affordability so i don't think this is going to be incredibly premium priced um it looks like yeah yeah sorry. i think i misread the price because i'm sure i had in my mind for some reason 899 but then i couldn't find the price anywhere oh, that's because the model is called the s800 yeah I and think it looks like it says 800 dollars. <laughs> but yeah uh, i think yeah. that's probably where i got it from yeah <laughs> but yeah it looks like it says it's going to have nine guitar sims 126 effects 40 drums 10 metronomes and an 80-second looper. Can you have all those metronomes on at once? I really want some polyrhythmic <laughs> metronome action. What, one in 4-4, four, four, one in 3-4, and one in 7-8. Possibly, possibly, maybe. But it also supports use with the uh, the GWF4 wireless foot switch. So you can also use a, a wireless foot switch along with the guitar and wirelessly connecting it to your to the app. Sorry, I had to laugh. I was just, while you are doing that, I was like on the page and they were like, subscribe to the Indiegogo messaging because I've clicked on it. <laughs> and I think there's um, probably Chinese to English translation, but it says confirm humanity. <laughs> and then there's just a button underneath. <laughs> Before we subscribe you, we need to confirm you are human. I am not a robot. And then underneath it says confirm humanity. <laughs> subscribe. Well, I don't know what I've just clicked, but apparently I've just confirmed it. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, this looks great. This looks exciting. I mean, look, it's not going to be the world's most premium instrument. I know Moore are kind of more known for making budget effects than premium stuff, but certainly the quality's been great. You say that, but we've been taught, we've we've spoken a lot about how the stuff that Moore have done recently has been, you know, not so much of the uh, the 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 cheap gear. I mean, what was their um, the GE two hundred? Is that their like? premium multi yeah the ge200 is their kind of like more premium multi-effects unit and Mm -hmm. um obviously there was like the baby bomb is that what that thing was called the baby bomb was fantastic yeah that that was their uh power amp uh preamp uh power amp baby baby power amp yes sorry Mm. yes power amp um and yeah you know they've done some cool interesting stuff my, the my seven only, series uh effects of, really yeah good. the seven series was was really good my, so my concern with with this is uh the fact that it's an indiegogo and i just i can't think of many of the i can't think of many guitar products that have come through 
this kind of like crowdfunding scheme that have like really mm. been massive massive successes wow um chase bliss did a couple right yes you'll the- also remember this great metronome that came in watch form i mean <laughs> <laughs> um you know that was a massive success on kickstarter yeah um, I, I just you know i i love the idea of uh, of Kickstarter and Indiegogo, I think it's a it's a great platform, and you know, power to the people and all that. Um, I just, I'm, I haven't seen it really, really work, and that is my concern. Is that I want it to, I want these things to work. Like crowdfunding, I just think is a, I think it's a great way to like bring community together, um, and I think as long as it can bring a community together, then it will be great. Um, it just it's it's just really weird to me like you guitar the guitar world doesn't seem to have i don't think it's embraced it in the way that like other like my my girlfriend's really into playing dungeons and dragons and like there's loads of D stuff that happens on indiegogo and uh kickstarter like loads of these like kind of independent dice companies get turned like they make these like artisan dice and uh and like the amount of money that gets pumped into it is just absolutely bonkers and I just haven't seen too. kind of that. And you see it with video games. You see it with like documentaries, and uh, and like it's a really good way to bring enthusiasts together. I I just I haven't seen it work in that way with guitar stuff yet. And I just don't want that that like it to that to be the reason that this fails. That's my only concern. With it. Yeah. No. It's. Uh, I think the only success I can uh, can really remember is the Lug guitar. If you remember those those little okay. three string electric ukuleles for kids. Um, which were very, very cool. I think back all the way back about four or five years ago. Uh, apart from that, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Even a quick Google search doesn't bring bring much. Um, I guess it's not as easy to do. It's like, a shame, though, isn't it? It is quite. A, it's a really cool way. Like Kickstarters and Indiegogo is a really cool way to kind of launch a new product that you wouldn't necessarily be able to without you know without investment and yeah it is it, it works in all sorts of other things from you know small bands making records it was totally. something that like the you know i'm but sure again, i think it, isn't that down to like a, a kind of a pre-existing community yeah. already happy already having like kind of that base level of and using kickstarter to kind of uh, bring those people together. And I guess it's more facilitating something. Exactly, that's already exactly, there. exactly. And yeah, that and same for like I've watched a bunch of documentaries recently that were that were you know bounced off of Kickstarter or Indiegogo or whatever. But it, I, you know maybe maybe I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there are um, there are some guitar products that have done it, and I'm sure people will will give us a heads up in the in the group later but i just yeah i just can't think of anything that's really really made me be like yeah cool this is a platform that works for guitar stuff yeah yeah i think yeah. um maybe that maybe there's a patreon or an actual episode on here but looking through some of the i've just put guitar pedals into kickstarter and uh there's some some cool stuff some weird stuff um i like the fact that someone's making fridge magnets out of like guitar pedal knobs i think that's quite cool <laughs> um but i've also described discovered the vibra slide infinite sustained guitar slide pedal um it looks like 
Oh God! What does it look <laughs> no, like? No, if I, I, you know, I don't even know if I can officially say, you know, on the, uh, you might have to wait till behind the paywall. But it basically looks like someone's taken, oh. um, you know, a kind of a thing oh, that vibrates <laughs> and use that as a slide and then selling it. Um, very, very weird. Hundred eighty bucks. Um, nice. So you can definitely get them for cheaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, less said that, that about that the better, I guess. Yeah. Well, although ten thousand pledged out of a two thousand goal, so Ooh, not bad. Ten thousand, not bad. Ten thousand pledges can't be wrong. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't own anything like that. Like the like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> like a, a uh, oh, he's changing the subject. Okay, no, no, no like right. a the uh, what do you call the the. Oh my goodness! Why is the Slide. word left? No, the 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 vibrating thing Ebo? that you put on your Ebo. strings. An Ebo, yeah. I don't I don't own an Ebo or the TC version of an of an Ebo, which I think works. Yeah, I think um I think that that's the Aon was the TC. Thing. Yeah, Aon. That's I'm it, yeah. pretty sure I saw them. In fact, I did see them. Um, Gear for music right now are selling those for twenty nine pounds, Joe. What? So if you wow. need to get one, oh, that is well, I've never had one. I, you know, I've you I found when I used them, they were quite tricky. Um, you know, you I've have never to have used a volume the pedal. One. Volume pedal is is is, is your friend, you know, because mm. it allows you to mm. swell in to the. Uh, to, I, I've had my Ebo for fifteen years, twenty years, maybe. <laughs> Um, they're amazing. They're wicked. Yeah. So if you if you need one, twenty nine pounds. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna go and have a book. Twenty nine pounds. That is. I mean, that is that's a price. Yeah, that really is a great price. Considering they were about ninety quid at one point, uh, not bad. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna give one a go. Oh, thanks for the heads up, Matty. I'm gonna get that. That would that would keep me occupied for a week at least. It <laughs> slake my gear acquisition syndrome until That's next cer- podcast. At it's least. certainly the uh, certainly not the most expensive thing that you've bought to keep you sat at for a week, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Very, Speaking very of, you haven't it. you haven't talked about any uh, plugins this week, Joe? Oh no! I t- Sorry, I, I realise sh- it's not, like, not not like me to you know try and drag us back into. A- <laughs> <laughs> I, I was doing sort of like week on week off with the plugin of the week, you know, and also because I, I had discovered that I, re- I really was spending a lot of money on plugins. So, uh, so you know, I've, I've <laughs> I mean, tried to kind of step away. Yeah, from that we've a, a we've bit. been saying this for weeks, for months. We've been telling you about. <laughs> Goodness yeah. Me. Well, there, there you go. Yes, yeah, so, and and also like I'm. I'm kind of getting to that point where I think you pick a a handful of tools. And this is what sort of producer friends of mine have been telling me you know, from the start when I started getting into all of this. When I was all excited about plugins and I you know, speak to a friend of mine who is a producer by trade and he just wasn't at all as interested as I was. And I thought that was weird initially because I was like, you know, surely this is what you should be excited about. But as he'd explained to me, you just, you get a set of things that you know how to use yeah. rather than just constantly getting another thing. So he doesn't care about plugins because a lot of them are all doing a similar thing and he can get the results he wants out of the things he uses. And so I think I'm finally getting to that stage where I just have some things that I'm competent at using. So I'm sort of slowing down on the plugin acquisition. But uh, but yes, so so a week off, dear listener. I'm sure next week, you know, someone will release some ridiculous synthesizer 
plugin that you can run MIDI through your guitar. I don't know. So something will happen and I'll get excited about it, but you know, you'll have to have to wait until then. And that is actually all the time we have for on this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. So you can join us, dear listener, over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, um, for an entire extra episode every week. You can become a Patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month. At the dollar tier, you'll get this episode ad-free and early every week. Five dollars a month will get you access to the Patreon special episodes and our entire back catalogue. And ten dollars will get you the lot. Plus, I'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode. You can find us on all your favourite social media platforms and join the Guitar Heads group on Facebook to get involved in our weekly episode discussion. Thanks for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. Cheers, gang. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. 
Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.